If we're being real, it's time to get into some NBA playoff talk. Hopefully it'll be a quick one. Let's do this. So real quick, we've talked about it a couple times on our hot takes, but the NBA playoff storyline continues. What storyline is that? Well, let's see. We Wait, no, 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 no. Do not say nut kicker. <laughs> I wasn't actually. Oh, then continue. Anyway, let's see. We got injuries. We got low blows. Not, not by nut kicker. Relax. And... We got people chucking up threes and people throwing the ball out of bounds. Kind of iffy play, if you know what I'm trying to say. But anyway, I want to talk about the P.J. Tucker hit on Jason Tatum real quick. Did you see that? I did. That was the funniest thing I've seen all year. He just went, bam, right into his nuts. <laughs> Jason Tatum was down for the count. And the best part about it is he didn't even get a flagrant because he didn't even know he was there. Well, actually, I still feel like he kind of knew he was there. He was just like trying to be able to go and swing and hit him and not get, you know, get away with it, if you know what I'm saying. But that was hilarious. And the best part was he didn't get a flagrant foul. That was hilarious. That's the old time where you kind of like see the guy in your peripheral vision and then you're like, no, I didn't see him at all. <laughs> Reminds me of the Carlos Boozer video where he just wails on the rest nuts. <laughs> How many videos do you watch the guys wailing <laughs> on each other's nuts? I'm pretty sure you showed me that one back in the day. Why bring me into this? Uh, but anyway i just want to bring up that if you go and watch these games they're all very similar injuries defining stuff go and look at the suns they lose chris paul lose game two chris paul can't come back that's pretty bad and bead missed game one i know the sixers won but you know whatever it is what it is jason tatum had to miss part of the game too injuries are all over the place everybody plays the same type of basketball a lot of the times, it's not even that good of basketball. And believe me, if you go and watch basketball games before 2015, they look nothing like they do today. Everyone plays the same style. Everybody's chucking up threes, doing low blows, getting injured, and chucking the ball out of bounds. I mean, I think those were always a part of basketball, but I understand not quite at the intensity that they are now. But seriously, go watch playoff basketball games or just basketball games in general before 2015. They look nothing like they do today. You can take that what you will, whether you like it or don't like it. Me personally, not a huge fan. What else we got? Well, actually, I forgot one injury, so I want to bring it up real quick. Jimmy Butler injured. That's probably changing that whole series. Again, playoffs are being defined by injuries, and I hate it. I mean, no argument that I hate that as well. I'm not sure how we fix that issue. I actually kind of want to get into this real quick. So I think that one issue why players are getting injured a whole bunch is actually they're falling to the ground. They're falling to the ground a lot more than they used to. Now hear me out. Have you ever fallen before? No, I have never fallen in my life. Since the day I was born, I have never fallen once. Okay, you, you lying. <laughs> anyway, when you fall, what happens? I don't know, I don't fall. <laughs> Get out of here. When you fall, what happens? Usually you try to catch yourself and to hurt yourself. Okay, what else happens? Body takes a beating. Right. So when you fall, you land on your butt, you land on your back, right? You're falling, you're throwing your back out of whack, are you not? You absolutely are. Whether you know it right then or not, or if it builds over the course of a couple of months. Exactly. When your back and your spine is out of place, what happens to your lower body? It compensates. It compensates, right? So if your back is out of whack, your ankles and your knees and your leg, it's all gonna act differently than it's supposed to. Right, so when you keep falling continuously like these guys do, they fall on three-pointers. Somebody touches them, they fall to the ground to try and get a foul call. They fall trying to get layups all the time. They're literally always on the ground, right? So they're throwing their back out of place, 
And then the rest of their body is trying to compensate in different ways, which is messing up how their body is supposed to be working. And I think that's why you're seeing a lot of leg injuries. So according to that, do you think that the trainers aren't helping them prepare their bodies for that? <laughs> well, see, the thing it comes to is, can your body even be prepared for that many hits to the ground? Like they're doing this all the time. They're doing a marathon, right? It's not like in the NFL, the NFL, they do like one play and they come out, right? So their body is getting a little bit of break. These guys fall and then they go and they play an additional 45 minutes, nonstop running back and forth. So I think that that is putting more wear and tear on their lower extremities and causing these knees, calves, ankles, hamstrings, those type of injuries. So I think it comes down to, yeah, maybe the trainers aren't working out as well, but if these guys stopped falling to the ground, go watch a game. Count how many times people are on the ground. You probably have at least 30 a quarter, right? 30 people on the ground a quarter. It's absolutely insane. And I actually do think that this is definitely hurting these players' abilities to stay healthy. I mean, you do have to think about it. Like if you throw your back out and you start walking, then all of a sudden your knee feels weird and it's swollen because you're compensating. This is hurting, that's hurting. It just continues and you have issues down the line. Now, whether that is one game or whether that is 20 games or 30 games, but at some point it's gonna catch up to you if you're not treating it properly or if you don't stop falling to the ground all the time. I think sometimes it goes unnoticed for sure and it can kind of slip through the cracks those imbalances and stuff from falling but i think a lot of teams obviously they're going to have the best staff in the world they're going to try to address those situations between games and make sure they don't have an imbalance so that just say they're favoring one side they can compensate and make up for it and then it's not going to be compensating anymore but like you were talking about how they'll take a fall and then spend 45 more minutes playing that's where the damage is getting done is when you get a trauma in a game and then continue versus game to game i think that's where the issue is falling into place right and you also have to think like how many of these guys don't even think it's happening because i mean think about it like like look at these guys they go and they do a layup and they go to the ground a little bit nobody's going to think anything of that fall but that fall is doing something to his body whether he knows it or not it is adjusting his body his spine the muscles in his back which is then in turn messing with his lower body, his legs, stuff like that. Yeah, I agree. All right. So let's move on from the injuries. Kind of tired of all the injuries. Oh, shoot. I actually forgot one more injury. Julius Randle. Man, everybody's injured. I can't even keep up with the injuries. Everybody's getting injured. Julius Randle missed game one of this playoff series. Move on. <laughs> so many dang injuries. Sorry about that, guys. Anyway, so real quick, I want to talk about the Celtics. So people were saying after game one, the Celtics have a leadership issue. Really? I would have never thought that across the last, what, five years? Yeah, pretty much. That, that was my thought exactly. I was like, are you guys not seeing the leadership issues we've been seeing? Literally the year after Jason Tatum was a rookie. So his second year, since that time, they've had leadership issues. That's been the thing with the Celtics, leadership issues. You're really now just seeing the leadership issues? Come on, guys. Come on. I'm right there with you. All right. Last topic for the day. I want to get into some Kevin Durant talk. Oh, no. This is just real quick. So if you watch the sports shows, again, this is another people not seeing what we've been seeing for a little while now. Right. So people are saying, you know, Kevin Durant against the Nuggets. He doesn't look like Kevin Durant. 
Didn't look like Kevin Durant back on the Nets either. Exactly. They're not remembering last year he got swept by the Celtics and looked like an old man who couldn't dribble. Yeah, even the games where you can put up 30 points still. We just talked about how 40-point games are nothing now. I mean, when he put up 30, it's just like, he can do that in his sleep. He is a talented basketball player. That doesn't mean he's the Kevin Durant of old. But people think when you put up 30, you're automatically the greatest player of all time again. Yeah, exactly. Right, so he literally looked terrible last year. We were watching the Nets Celtics series, and literally all series, we were just saying, man, Kevin Durant looks terrible. He looks like an old man who can barely dribble anymore. The highlight of that series was Blake Griffin coming in and playing like two minutes and then getting knocked to the ground six times in a row. <laughs> kind of surprised he didn't have a lower body injury. <laughs> well, he had lots of load management. I believe like five games in a row usually. Yeah, that was just coach's decision. I don't think you can call that load management. He just wasn't that good. His load was managed. Fair enough. But anyway, that's it. Hey, let us know your thoughts down below. What you think about players falling to the ground? What you think of all the injuries and what's going on in the playoffs with the Celtics? And KD. Come on now. You don't have to do that last one. Remember to like, subscribe. Until next time, keep it real. Hey guys, so real quick. I had to add this in here just because when we recorded this episode, the news about Mike Budenholzer, the Milwaukee Bucks coach, being fired did not come out yet. I just wanted to throw this in real quick. We mentioned in our video last Sunday that that is one of the things the Milwaukee Bucks needed to do to help Giannis and their team become better championship contenders. We said that they needed to fire the coach because he wasn't good or at least wasn't good enough didn't make enough adjustments throughout the game. And honestly, it's a very good thing that they actually went and did this. And one thing, a lot of other people on ESPN and whatnot are saying that they think that this move actually means that Giannis may not be there in a couple of years. I don't know about that. I personally just think that they made this move because they want to help the team be better championship contenders and the coach was a weak spot. So one other thing we mentioned last Sunday was that they needed to go and get Giannis a true number two. We said that Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday were not that. I really hope that the Bucks again, see it the way we see it and see that they need to get Giannis more help. Again, I don't think that they're going to be losing Giannis in a year or two. Maybe they will. Who knows? But me personally, I just think that they're making moves to help the team be a better team going forward. Anyway, I just wanted to bring that up real quick. We don't exactly have insider knowledge or anything like that, but what we do is we call things how we see it. We're just being real. We call things as we see them, and we saw an issue with the coach. We also see issues and believe that Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday cannot be a true number two. So I'm going to put a link in the description if you want to go check out everything we said about the Milwaukee Bucks and what they should be doing in their future. I'm going to put a link in the description from our video last Sunday where we talked about them needing to get rid of the coach and needing to get Giannis a true number two because Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday are not that. So go check out our video from last Sunday. Let us know what you guys think and if you guys have any other thoughts as well.